John from Incantation. And I'm Chuck from Incantation, and you're listening to the Phantasm Podcast. Yeah. Phantasm. Maximum terror. That's your target audience, baby! Phantasm. You know something? I sort of enjoyed it. Phantasm. Sell the metal! Sell the metal! Sell the metal! There's a lot of death metal bands in the world. I have got two of the best people in the genre. We've got John and Chuck, again, two years later, from Incantation, and we're going to be talking about their amazing new album, Unholy Defecation? De- 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 I can't say that when you're all going to have to, because I... It is, okay, it is. I, was, I wasn't sure. I was like, I'm going to fuck it up with my Florida accent. And it comes out August 25th on Relapse Records. Gentlemen, thank you so much. Thank you, sir. Thank you. Yes, for thank us. you. Awesome. Um, so, when did you guys? Uh, we're going to jump right into this record. But when did you guys start writing this album? Um, the first song was written almost like I would say the same day I finished tracking the Sect of All Divinities album. Wow. Um, because when we finished tracking that album I felt like uh, something was missing on that album and I wanted to do something that was more a little more chaotic, a little more aggressive not quite as um, um, I don't know what the right word is to say like not quite as fuck can't think of it now with the word I'm trying to say. We, we wanted to create it in a juxtaposition to the previous. Ah. You did? Yeah, well, it, just, it just felt like, for me, when we finished Sect of All Divinities, the tracking, I felt like it was, um, I felt it was missing a little bit of the rough edge on it and it bothered me so much towards the end of the tracking that I really just went right into writing mode because I had to get this frustration out and I wanted to get the frustration out in a song vibe because each album is an answer to the album that was before it and um, you know I, I mean I think Sect came out great and I've learned to like it but um, early on I was really not happy with the fact that it was just I thought the production was a little bit too um, refined uh-huh. and I prefer a little rougher edge on it uh-huh. so um, this one was definitely a reaction to it and the first song that I started writing riffs for and I probably wrote about I don't know we'll say about um, let me think um, 80% of the song I guess was written in the same day um, and it just it was just a vibe that I had that I just I needed to get this out of me because 
after spending months and months recording um, the Sectoval Divinity's album, and and the problem with that is that wasn't just recording it, but we had to I had to re-record stuff like a bunch of times. It wasn't just like you know, it wasn't just like doing the basic tracks. There was issues with the recording. I had to go back and redo songs, and I was so freaking burnt out by the time Sect was finished with that I just wanted to get on to the next thing. I was like, okay, the sound's what it is. Who knows what's going to happen with Sect, but let's just look towards the future and work on this new album. I mean, to our, um, I guess, um, surprise, the album did fucking great for us, the Sect of All the Indies album. The the response was great, and, um, you know, yeah, I mean, people really like the songs, and I think the songs are great, too. I don't have anything against the songs. It's more the... um, the process of recording it and the um, and just the production, I think, could have been a little more meatier, a little more barbaric sounding. Sure. But that's what we kind of corrected ourselves on this album, where we wanted that more rougher edge to it, you know. But you know, you can't complain because I mean, the production at first sect is a good production. I couldn't deny that it's good. It just was a little cleaner than I would have preferred on an album, but. It, did, it served a purpose, too, where a lot of people that might not have listened to us because we're so rough and they gave them, like, we gave them an album that maybe they can get a better idea of what we're like and then dig a little deeper into our discography and, and you know, reveal all the mud. Absolutely. So let's jump right into this record. Uh, the first track, Offerings, what can you uh, tell us about that one? Well, m- musically... That was the first one that I wrote, so I think that's. Um, and we we obviously wrote together at practice. But that's the first one I say I, I wrote the um, the uh, skeleton of, and like I said, that was just a total reaction to the Sect of All Divinities album and stuff. Um, yeah, I mean, I don't remember. Chuck probably remembers a little better. I mean, did we? have a lot of back and forth on that one I don't even remember necessarily no um, I think it was almost uh, presented as a complete uh, a complete song and it gave us a good state, uh, staging ground for uh, the, the writing that would end up becoming the rest of this album as how the feel was going to be and uh, yeah uh, Offering actually was the song that uh, John was just mentioning which was the very first one so uh, oddly enough it's the first song on the album and the first one written it's incredible. Wait, it's incredible. The, the, the just the, the the immediate vibe of it. It's awesome. Or am I wrong with that? I no, I think you're right. I think it was the first one, and I think, um, yeah. I mean, I just wanted, I wanted just to kick in and just be very aggressive. An aggressive. Um, I wasn't even thinking about opener song, but just I wanted an aggressive vibe on the song. Like I said, to kind of start the. Um, you know, start the process for the new album. I wanted to make a statement with it, I guess, you know, that, okay, this is the starting point. Let's just make things sicker from here, you know? We did. It's a hell of a way to kick this album off. Uh, what yeah. about what about track yeah. two? Is it con- Concordant? I, I can't. I'm sorry. Um, me. Yeah, it's, uh, it's, con- it's Concordant. Yep, exactly that. Yeah, like the A is uh, not as strong, so it's just Concordant. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Musically, 
Um, that was uh, another one we, I kind of wrote before we were in the sessions for, um, you know, the, the recording sessions. I came up with most of this, I think. I, I don't remember, too. Chuck, was there? Because I think this one was pretty much pretty much as is when it, when it came out. But maybe I'm wrong. Maybe we did some alterations. I can't remember. You know, for, to be honest, uh, like the more I think about it when it comes to the writing process, like there's only a few songs, I think, that were actually brought forward that we ended up like really chopping apart, um, most of which were presented as complete songs. Uh, uh, Circle was, Alter, well, Circle, we, we did chop into that a little bit. Alter was uh, presented as uh, the way it is now. Offerings was... Uh, Megaron is, is, is as was, Chalice is as was, um, yeah, a, a fair amount of the songs were, you know, presented <coughs> in such a fashion where it was like, Sorry, really kids. nothing else to do with this. Sorry, kids, I'm coughing today. Well, like, with a song, with, like, a song like Conquer Dad, I think it was, um, yeah, I came up with the basic idea of it, I just, um, I don't, I don't even know, I just wanted, you know, it's just a good kind of headbanger of a song kind of thing. And like all the songs on the album, really, um, you know, it was just presented as like a shell. And then at practice, we just kind of, everyone kind of added their, you know, parts to it and stuff. And it just really made the song stand out well. I think it's, um, you know, it was the first video track and I think it's a good, ended up being a good standout track but you know just because it's like one of us comes up with the basic uh, idea and structure of the song it's still everybody's input that really makes the song stand out and great it's not like you know one of us writes the song and it's like okay that's it this is exactly how it is no we we debate everything and sometimes the original idea that we go into is great sometimes you know it's it's somebody else's idea is great and it's all it's all good either way as long as the song ends up being good that's what is uh, most important and getting across the feeling that we're trying to absolutely uh what about track three chalice yeah that was a hell of a track that uh, john created there uh it is probably one of the most uh difficult track actually uh it had uh, so many different changes and riffs and, uh, you know, the, the, the ebbs and flows of it was just so uh, hyper-violent and everything. Uh, yeah, that was a real challenge, but a real uh, accomplishment, too. I mean, that song is uh, one of the standout tracks on the album, in my opinion. It's, uh, it's fantastic. It turned out really well. Yeah, it was another early song I wrote. I think I wrote that one right after Offerings. I kind of came up with the idea of it. And I... It was really cool to, you know like i felt really comfortable with the song overall before giving you know bringing it to practice with the band but it was like once once we played it all together as a band it just you just felt that urgency that vibe that great vibe of just brutalizing i mean the um it, i don't know what it is it just it just worked you just felt like it felt like being like 19 years old again just in the practice from just telling everybody to piss off and just you know just totally going for it and um yeah that one we did do a lot of alterate not a lot but a reasonable amount of alterations at practice to it to kind of make it uh, as, as good as it is i remember we changed the end of it where 
the end was originally going to be it's going to be more faster all the way through but then we broke it down to like a half time at the end where it kind of goes to the last uh, little section of the song just to kind of mix up a little bit a little bit I don't remember whose idea it was but it ended up working out really really killer giving it just a, a great um, almost like the song um, you know Journey just lands at a really great spot at the end I think or towards the end it's incredible it, it may be my favorite track on the album it's I mean I love the whole record but it's 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 fucking fantastic um, track four Probably going to butcher this with my Florida accent. Going to do my best not to. Track four, Hormunculus. So it's a homunculus. Sorry. Yeah. yeah uh, okay. no, 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 it's fine. It's just not a very common word, but I didn't know how actually to... The goal was to actually make one word titles for these tunes, and homunculus is essentially like a vessel that, um, that could be... Like, what do they used to call it? Uh, the, the man in a drop. So it was like a full-grown human is inside that one drop. It's, it's, it's like a weird you know, philosophy that doesn't truly exist anymore, but uh, it would be the vessel that this you know, god ends up filling up. You know what I mean? Like uh, right. the, the, the experiences and, and so on and so forth that you're collecting throughout the course of the album, this is the vessel in which it, uh, it embodies. Um, but yeah, that song written, uh, that, was, uh, that was John again. And... Uh, I know that, uh, like, as the as the song progresses, especially towards like the um, uh, the guitar solo, man, what a, what a what a progression to lead you into this like uh, almost like um, otherworldly kind of a, a ripping style. It's a, uh, I mean, that was that's another standout one for me too, especially with the uh, being the second single and everything too, with the uh, lyric video. It's a, uh, it's truly a, a atmospheric, you know. That's oh, great. Yeah. It's awesome. I think it, I, I like I like um, what really I, I mean I like the overall kind of vibe of the whole song. Just a it's really grindy kind of thing. But I gotta say, um, you know, Luke's leads in there. I, I had these basic ideas of what I was thinking of, and Luke ran with it and just killed it on the leads. It brings out a whole a whole nother vibe on top of it. Like it just, it really, really accents the song. Great. I mean, every time I hear it, it's just like, it's, it sounds like it just was meant to be there. And he just pulled it out and just knew how to put it right where it needed to go. It's just a massive talent that Luke has of just knowing what the right notes are in that time. I mean, I know it's, it's, it's pushing it, but it's kind of like you know, um, you know, like a, almost like a David Gilmore kind of noise uh, note selection, um, you know, genius or whatever, you know. And I always tease him and say that he's like the band's Randy Rhodes now. He just comes <laughs> up with this amazing stuff and just kills it. It just it fits so fucking good, you know. Awesome! It's an incredible track. His uh, his harmonies that he does on Concorded as well are like there's these two segments within the course of the song that are like a chord progression underneath. And he decided to put this layering on top and man, I don't know what the hell he was smoking that day, but like, it just, it just fits so good that like now I can't hear it any other way. And it's like, 
there are demo versions without it, and I'm like, yeah, this song just really boosted itself because of his uh, his application to it. It's man, it's a, it, he's a, he's an exceptional uh, exceptional writer, exceptional yeah. musician, talent too, man. People, and a great guy. People that don't write songs don't always realize like you can have a great base of a song that is awesome, but it's like once everyone throws in all their stuff on it, it's like you can either make it or break the song, you know? And it's like, it's, you know, Luke, I mean, and, and everybody else, Chuck and Kyle, of course, but especially Luke, like really made something that I felt really great about and really good about. He made it like off the charts, amazing. Like we all heard his, his, his um, ideas and we're, we're always just like, fuck. It just sounds fucking good. It sounds perfect. Like it was meant to be there. It sounds like you can't unhear it. And it's like the only real changes that Luke had anywhere on the album, I think, was only his own personal ideas changed. He wanted to try something else. But I don't think we ever came back to him and said, eh, I don't know. That part might be could be a little better you know, I don't think it came up once it was like every time we're just like he just knows he's he's just in, in the loop it just it's fucking it's such a fun thing to hear you know someone's contribution to a, so a song and just be like knowing that they made it better it's just a it's a awesome feeling to, to know because it's like it's like linking in it's like a unity thing it's fucking great awesome and it's it was always after the fact as well because like you would have a, a particular like demo version or whatever and then we're going to track and you don't know exactly what he's going to do and then that that one take wonder kind of situation comes in where the first thing that he's presenting we're, we're all shaking our heads going yeah that's perfect dude keep going you know and it yeah. was made it for a very fast and uh you know, enjoyable experience to, to always be met with something that you don't really have anything else to add to it. You're like, sure, it's fine, move on. <laughs> yeah, you know, yeah, it's nice to not have to be like, yeah, that's good, but maybe, you know, you don't have to be say that. You can just be like, oh, yeah, there you go. It's done. What about track five, Invocation? That's the song that um, I actually just mentioned a few moments back actually was uh that it was it reminded me very much and harkened back to the days of vanquish and vengeance when we were playing with alex books to where all of us got together and wrote something from the ground up and we were done in a matter of like three to five minutes and it is how you hear it now uh that kind of uh you know collaboration and egoless you know uh, and seamless working relationship that we have being not just bandmates but friends really uh that song is a testament to that and it's actually my favorite on the album because of it yeah it's definitely it was great to have that um you know just group effort on the song and not just having a group effort but having a group effort that just like flowed together seamlessly it was like it was just one of those fun things where it was just like you know we had a couple riffs we kind of put it we found a way to put it together you know chuck and luke spent a little time working on a couple parts i was doing something else i came back i was like oh yeah that's fucking great you know and then maybe i i, I think i came in there and threw, threw in a couple ideas here and they're like maybe just try this and that and the other thing and it just seemed like everybody was just 
working on the same page, same mindset, just really open to these ideas, and they came out great. And I really want to try to do more of that, um, you know, in the future because that's such a a fun way to come up with music is just to have everyone, you know, just get inspired by what they're hearing. That oh yeah, let's do this, let's add this. It's such a fun feeling. Awesome. What about you know, track? Like a, a genuine. Oh, oh sorry. sorry. No, go ahead, Chuck. I'm sorry. No, it's just like there was a genuine excitement, and I, I mean, I remember specifically that when there was a portion within the uh, the course of the middle of the song, and we didn't really necessarily know what we wanted to do, but we knew we wanted to transition into a faster riff. And and when John walked up, he goes, ooh, 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 ooh. and he goes, do two, do one, and then do two, and then and then just like go right back. And I'm like, okay, and like that that kind of stuff is uh, you know, just that. That you know, few milliseconds of you know, like because you know everybody's firing on the same cylinder essentially, and then we're like, oh, that's perfect, and then go in to present it to Kyle, and he's like, oh god, he goes, this is going to take me a while to remember these weird parts, and he's like, you know, he's he's blasting through it, and he goes, you know, I think I'd like to do this even faster, and it just shows that he himself was also inspired by it. So it's like every single one of us had a little, you know, uh, little anecdotes and everything to make something what it is and yeah that's that's the crowning jewel of the album for me what about what about track six megaron that is luke uh through and through yeah Yeah. uh he had uh presented that to us in uh at a practice session we were at and uh he's like you know i had all these riffs going through my head and everything and he goes but i've never actually played them all the way through so let's see what happens and uh we didn't touch a thing uh, it's exactly how so. it was at that po- at that point, and uh, that's uh, you know that's something to even uh, take more note of as well because that is uh, that's Luke in all of his glory, man. Like he, that's uh, uh, his baby right there. So that's good stuff. Yeah, it's a great it's a great song. We just knew when he when we heard it, it was just like, huh, it's pretty damn good. There wasn't really a lot to. Um, you know, add to it. I mean, obviously, everybody threw in a little bit of their own into it, but it just, um, you know, the overall structure and everything was pretty much there, and he had good, um, you know, harmony ideas. It was just, yeah, it was a pretty easy one, really, and I think it's good. I think it's it's a really standout track, and it's a great way to start the second side of the album with the dan 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 you know, worked our way through, um, you know, different riffs and uh, arrangement and the like and everything. But, uh, yeah, it was, uh, again, like, there's no real overhauling that had happened, uh, you know, particularly in this album. Uh, it just kind of built upon itself. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's, um, yeah. I mean, that was just, um, I wanted to just try something a little different or something we haven't really done for a while and just some of the riff structures in that were kind of very um, I don't know, say old school 
for us to do, which I kind of wanted to embrace that a little bit in that song. And I, I think it came out good. It's a, it's. Oh, do you know what? I'm wrong. I'm thinking of Exile, not Convulse. Because Convulse is uh, the one that actually I wrote. Oh, is Convulse? Is that right? Is that Exile? Fuck. Yeah, <laughs> see, no, I, I think I, 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 yeah, I'm sorry. I think I got confused with that. Uh, Exile is definitely the one where we work together with that one. That's um, that was the more mid-paced tune. Convulse is the one with like. Yeah. Right. Okay. That one. Okay. So that one I actually wrote. Um, and I think we did end up changing some things. We cut out the intro and put it in something else. It did. It did take some, uh, some, uh, you know, uh, restructuring and stuff. Didn't one of the riffs go into that song that was on the Blood Incantation split? Yeah, that was another one that I wrote actually. That was, uh, but that was uh, the more mid-paced one. This one was a little bit faster. Uh huh. Well, cool. Um, <laughs> yeah. Okay. Sorry. That, no, it's you know, good. No, it's all there for a minute. It's all good. What about track eight, Alter? Oh, that's John. Yeah, uh, that was uh, the real uh, doom-oriented one. Uh, so many layers and uh, just yeah, that, oh, that song yeah. is that one. Uh, actually, you presented that with all of its respective layers and said, "Okay, you're doing this part, you're doing that part," and it was almost like an orchestration. It was really kind of cool in a lot of ways too because we didn't know. <laughs> I mean, at least in my own head, I couldn't really see where it was actually going until we all started playing together, and I was like, "Oh, okay." Yeah. yeah, it was it was definitely kind of a weird, a weird uh, song. It was either going to be like some kind of intro to something or whatnot, but it just, um, you know, it just it just worked. Um, and I like the kind of the layering ideas, the harmonies for it to kind of do me vibe. Yeah, it just it was just. Um, I don't know, something that just kind of came to me, thought it would be a cool idea, and somehow it worked. And I, I think it came out pretty sick. It's I like doing um, these kind of um, in almost like an intro or like a instrumental song that kind of has an eerie vibe to it, kind of, um, yeah, kind of abstract a little bit, and but also sometimes kind of simple simple and just effective you know absolutely and then i know we already just kind of did this but let's do exile again real quick just that way i'm staying on track here <laughs> that's okay with you guys no no you're fine uh exile was uh, uh the original structure i believe uh, john presented it to us and then i think we went on to, to rearrange it per se not rewrite but like rearrange it in such I a fashion so. where you it like to where you hear it now as it is um and that was um just because of the um, the transitions from each riff to the next, uh, there are like little subtleties in the ways that uh, the the, ro the the riffs like climb or descend. That uh, you know, it was something that uh, you know all of our input kind of just was like, all right, well maybe this one now, or like actually do do one more count and then change it again, and, but very minimal, you know. Oh, I mean, really, most of the stuff that I write, if I write it away from practice room, I always leave open for interpretation because it's super important to get that 
you know, get that input and stuff. I mean, it might seem like a small suggestion, but the small suggestions are actually, you know, pretty important and can make something from, you know, just good to great, hopefully, you know? Absolutely. And then the final track of the album, Circle. Yes. Uh, so that was also John. But I remember that Kyle actually had put a lot of input into that one because he was changing the feel of everything, especially towards the middle of the song when uh, the actual like more uh, chanting chorus portion comes in with all the different vocals uh, that we had uh, from our contributors. Um, that it was uh, that took on a different feel as well. Um, switching to the kicks and the like in that middle part and everything. I don't remember that being in the original. Yeah, I, I haven't listened to the original demo version of it, but I yeah, it was I think we added a little more uh, life to it. I think it was maybe a little more, um, you know, my original one was probably a little more doomier, I would say, or something like that. But even though it's still doomy, it, it, we added a little more, um, yeah, feeling to it, or not feeling, but just motion to it or something like that. But yeah, I mean... I think a lot of times Kyle really um, connects with some of the doomier stuff and really throws in a lot of great ideas with that. He, and Kyle and myself, we've been writing so long that especially on this kind of stuff, we almost can anticipate what each other is going to do, which is really awesome. But um, yeah, I think it, it came out good. I mean, it was the way that, you know, kind of the feeling I was looking for. I wanted something that was just really bleak and like gives you that feeling like you know just total desolation like you're you're fucked kind of thing you know <laughs> so I think that I think it worked out good and I do like the um, the chant part in the um, middle of the song because we really don't do a lot of stuff like that and this part just seemed like it worked out perfect I mean the uh, part seemed like it was good for a chant, and then like the lyrics that we had, the part just seemed like it fit in the chant, right? So it was really cool. And, and that one, you know, of course we had uh, Jeff Bezzera from Zest help us out on, on vocals in the chant. Also Henry Veggie and my old uh, um, bandmate in Revenant, and then um, Dan Vladivan has been filling in for Chuck on the tours that he can't do. All contributed. Um, you know, vocal-wise, that part, which we thought was just a cool little extra thing to have some of uh, our friends and legends, um, help, you know, help out with that. It's just a, it's kind of like our own personal um, cool thing to do. You two are the nicest people, and I interview a lot of people. It is an absolute pleasure to have both of you on every time we get to do this. Um, Kids, Unholy Deification comes out from Incantation August 25th from Relapse Records. Incantation, one of the most important bands in death metal. These two gentlemen are class acts. I love them. I love getting to talk with you. Gentlemen, it's an absolute pleasure every time we get to do this. The reason that I'm stopping real quick, I wanted to talk with you all about this because I'm very upset about it, and I would love your all's thoughts on it. I'm absolutely mortified that uh, Bill Friedkin died the other day. I'm a huge fan of The Exorcist. It's yeah. my, and I, I yeah, was, was thoughts on that. Yeah, no, that was an absolute tragic loss. Uh, but being 87, man, he had a really good run. He really, truly That's did. That's true. And, but, uh, you know, 
for the amount of contributions that he did to cinema. I mean, Exorcist, yes, of course, is the standout, but like, don't ever forget Incubus. I mean, oh, that <laughs> I love to live and die in L.A. I think that movie's underrated as shit. Sure, and uh, what was it? The Guardian was also his. And that was great as well. I mean, how many people at that time period actually touched upon like the more, uh, you know, what was it uh, pagan druid? Nobody. <laughs> Nobody. So, I, <laughs> have either of you ever watched yes. Bug? Bug. Bug. Yep. Um, I've I've seen like ticks and slugs and nests and all that stuff. You know. So so this I, one, it's it's a freaking picture, and it is just these people are. I don't, I don't want to tell you what's going on, but they're, at one point, they're just literally peeling their flesh off. It's it's really hard to watch. It's like... It sounds brilliant. Yeah, I was going to say, it sounds great, yeah. Oh, it's right up your all's alley. You could probably do an album about it. I mean, it's fucking crazy. It's 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 interesting watching him do like a body horror thing, because that stuff generally freaks me out, because I suffer from eczema, so I have trouble watching body horror stuff, but... Fair enough. Yeah, yes. keep away from Cronenberg, then. Uh, yes, I... <laughs> As much as I respect the man, I, I, I'm like, dude, it's way too... <laughs> I can't... The Fly, I remember just being a kid and being like, why am I watching this? Like, he's just literally dismembering his body to, to turn into an insect. It's like... Not that it's not effective as all hell, because it is, but it's just, oh, God. Yeah, I mean, uh, the, the one that always bothered me as a kid was Shivers. Oh, my like, God. Parasites, like, living in your stomach and, like, turning into, like, a sex-crazed maniac. The, and, like, the swimming pool scene of that in that, like... Yeah. Yeah. Oh my God! It's just like, what is or this? The father's like trying to cut the one out of his own daughter. Yeah, from school. It's like brutal, dude. Great movie, though. Guys, seriously, it is always an absolute pleasure. Thank you so much for taking the time to do this today. I, Chuck, I didn't know you were going to be on here, so thank you so much for doing this. Uh, John, as oh, always, an absolute you. honor to speak with both of you. Um, and we appreciate it. Yeah, man, very much so. Thank you for having us. Yeah, yeah, it's totally great. And you know something? I sort of enjoyed it. Phantasm.